Howdy DC on screen fans. How would you like a piece of original artwork from one of us here at DC on screen? All right, we're aware that you've never thought of that before, but here's the deal. We need your help um, because the internet is a giant monster that requires numbers and regular feeding times. And then these, these, these algorithm things that are like our personal demons that we can't defeat alone. Do the right thing. Go over to iTunes. Give us a, a five-star review or a more honest review if you feel absolutely led to. And then email yeah. us at dconscreen at gmail.com. What we're going to need you to do is just write in an address. Tell us who you are. Give us whatever address you want to want us to send you something at. You know, if we if you don't want us to know where you live, send it to your neighbors and go steal his mail, whatever. Yeah. Just give us that, and then we need you to write Dave or Jason, and then we need you to write the name of a character. We're going to send you a piece of artwork. All yeah. I can say about it is that one of us is a good artist and one of us is not. If you've actually been listening to every episode, you might know the secret answer to that, uh, to who you should really ask. But, um, hey, or toss hell, a coin. Man, you know, once you, once you get the picture from us, uh, take a picture of it or scan it or something. Send it back to us and we'll put it on Facebook. Just Tell like us. we do with your DC loot. Yeah. <laughs> Send it back with, like, critiques if you want to. We don't give a fuck. I, you know. <laughs> Draw over it, you know, pull a Deadpool. Right Whatever. One of us might cry. <laughs> <laughs> we'll both probably, we'll both probably cry. But whatever. Point is, you know, it's it's come that time. It's it's the classic call to action. We need some. We need to get out there. We need to get a little bit of the uh, the review game going. Um, and uh, this is this is our humble offering. Yeah, humble offering. Very humble. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't say it any better myself, man. That was a good pitch. Oh, thank you. All right, with that said, uh, settle in for a new episode of DC On Screen. Welcome in to DC On Screen, a podcast about the DC Universe properties being brought to film and television. I am your host, David Z. Robertson. This is my co-host, Jason. Hello. All right, so this episode we are talking about Supergirl 111, Strange Visitor from Another Planet. Right, what did you right. think of what did you think of this episode, man? I enjoyed this episode. I enjoyed it heartily and thoroughly and mostly. Jason, Jason, yeah, we we got to see Mars, man. I know, and it looked good. By the way, we are going to get super spoilery on this episode, so as we do with any given episode, as we do with any given episode. So, um, if if I'm if I understand it correctly, at some point in that crowd. Like when when that whatever she is that candidate or whatever uh, is I giving think the it speech, said Madam Senator, didn't it? Okay, yeah, I thought she was a senator, but on TV, I was just I just think any politician is a senator. <laughs> it's the easiest one to grab. <laughs> it is kind of yeah, um, and it sounds so, better than representative. Sorry, other so side well, of the house. <laughs> so yeah, I'm I'm pretty sure she was like she was switched out with the White Martian. After she gave her hate-mongering speech? I gathered that she did the hate-mongering speech, which, by the mm-hmm. way, had one of my favorite uh, two signs I've ever seen. One related, one not. Uh, one of them, the sign just says, Super Freak. Mm-hmm. I don't know that he knew what ra- which rally he was at. <laughs> and and yeah. possibly the best, um, best sign there was, Return to Cinder. I, that would actually... <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> That being said, yeah. Uh, whenever, whenever the Martian guy finally finishes like uh, destroying this uh, this rally, he, um, I guess, uh, it, it, it looks like he takes the senator into the parking garage and then zooms away with her and comes back as her. And mm-hmm. I don't really know how he gets all that done. Apparently, he's very fast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But we got a white Martian, and you know what? I didn't remember the white Martians looking like that. 
I didn't really remember uh, much about the White Martians at all. It's something I've run across like twice. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, Manhunter has one of the least like he's got one of the more convoluted, re- over and over retcon stories. I think probably out there. I mean, there he does. It's it's yeah. pretty high up on that ladder. I mean, he's no Hawkman. <laughs> right. <but. laughs> I'm sure there's got to be like a person that has. I guess, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Who would be the most retconned in all of DC? So that's probably another, that may be a summer episode, maybe. I don't know. But, um, yeah, uh, episode hit pretty heavy on the uh, the illegal alien metaphor, I thought. Yeah, um, yeah. But, you know. It's, it's not even, it's the best <laughs> use of the term I've ever seen. She's, I mean, illegal alien as applied to Superman types. It's wonderful. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, so... um <laughs> I did enjoy the she hates bigots, hippies, and aliens line. Right. Um, and yes, in that order. <laughs> I loved Cat Grant saying, uh, telling Jimmy that uh, you better get us a quote that offends virtually everyone. Right. <laughs> I couldn't she, figure out, like... She's got a magazine point, to run, damn it. Yeah. Like, because Jimmy was not, or James, was not really there too much. Like I was like, okay, cool, he's going to be part of the action this episode. And where, where, where did he go? Um, he what did, that he did the smart thing. He hit that super watch button as soon as he could. Yeah. I mean, I guess that's the reason that and he was, they're still kind of there. making a, a point out of him just being really bored <laughs> working on mm-hmm. editorials or just working on out of his office. He he wants to get out there. Got to get those and, ads out in the world. Right. And I'll make it a point to maintain that I am very bored watching his story. <laughs> Someone do something. For Olsen's Someone sake, throw a something. pie! <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, so it was just real weird. It's weird with uh, Kara and Wynn still. Yeah, it's but weird. Wynn was. I thought. I, I, I thought Wynn was keeping it classy. He's keeping it classy. That first. That yeah. first interchange was really, really classy. Just please don't. Just ha- have a nice day. Like, I, I, I don't know how he could get out of that situation with with any more uh, a plum than he had. Right. It's, you know, it's like a man who's been caught with a hooker, you know, polishing his penis. <laughs> right? Well, the least I can do is keep it clean. Right, right. <laughs> I'm a conscientious asshole, damn it. The, um... But yeah, I loved that the senator says, uh, we want to know where they are, what they do, and who they eat. That cracked me up. Yeah, that was, yeah. That, that was pretty good, really. pretty good hate speak right there. <laughs> don't bother humanizing these people at all just assume they're cannibals all right well i guess not cannibals in this case yeah well, i mean you know the episode doesn't go very far into like you know renouncing her her stance because i mean yes she was saved by a couple of aliens but she was saved by a couple of aliens from an alien who was probably going to eat her mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so i mean she kind of good Good points on all sides, I suppose. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. Well, yeah, Look, I mean, she, like, the alien that she was by scared the numbers, of, they... like two aliens tried to save her life, and one of them tried to kill her. Like she's uh-huh. just she's just running the numbers here, right? Right now, it's right. swaying slightly in favor of don't hate the aliens. And you know, I guess it's. I mean, you know, it, it was a little interesting to me that, like, John was talking about the White Martians as, like, they're animals. I'm like, dude, way to disparage an entire race. <laughs> Holy shit. Then again, you see them crawling through the hills toward the uh, apparently very peaceful green people. And, uh, mm-hmm. man, I was feeling him on that. I was feeling him. Yeah. Yeah. It, 
<sighs> it's tough, man. I, you know, I, I, I'm okay with the, I, I am, I'm okay with the, uh, the weirdness there. Like, um, like there, there are, uh, Star Trek fans who have a real problem with Star Trek six because, you know, Starfleet people are supposed to be evolved and not hate aliens. Mm-hmm. But Kirk is like, I've never trusted Klingons and I never will. I can never forgive them for the death of my boy. Well, that's fair. Right. You know? Right. I mean, you're, you're in your sixties, dude. You get your dude. You've had a lot of adventures, mostly against the Klingons. You're going to have some prejudice. They killed your boy. Yeah. So <laughs> the yeah. white Martians killed John's family. Right. Spoiler. Um, <laughs> so yeah, he's probably, you know, got a little hate going on and you know, to be fair, that white Martian did not seem like he was, you know, okay in any regard. Like, hey, the word bloodthirsty comes to mind. Well, yeah, I was just going to say he was a jackass, but bloodthirsty works too. Right. A bloodthirsty jackass. <laughs> what a dick. Right. <laughs> I, and they did a pretty good job. Uh, the, the way they cut it, those little, the, the flashes, mm-hmm. uh, cut costs pretty well, I assume. Not to have to do, like, whole scenes in this giant CGI planet, but um, mm-hmm. still, I mean, they, they, they cut it well. And the shots were provocative and good. So just, they, they did a great job with it. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Probably stayed under budget. There is a the guy that plays uh, Hank or John Jones did a phenomenal job this episode. Yes, he killed it, and I've been happy I, with I him. I will think of two times in a row in that respect because Wynn got a great outing this last time. He's got like all the side characters are stepping up. Mm-hmm. Dude, John, like when he's like weeping and he says, "I will hear my family's screams until the day I die." Oh yeah, I'm gonna remember that scene until the day I oh, die. Oh yeah. Oh my lord. Oh yeah. That hurt. That one hurt. I mean, even his his angry speech when uh, when she when Alex is trying to say, you know, I know you, you won't bubble. And he goes into a, you don't know me. I speak I speak languages that you can't even form or that your mouth can't even form or some crap like that. Mm-hmm. Just, I've been alive mm-hmm. for three hundred and seventeen years. But it was wonderful. Ugh, it was a wonderful it was speech. Great. It was just just rolling waves of of anger. Wonderful mm-hmm. to watch. It was great. It was amazing. Speaking of amazing waves of anger, honestly, was there a moment with Cat Grant when uh, when Adam leaves the office there and uh, she she calls Kara in? I, there was a moment where I thought she could probably take Supergirl. Mm, well, no. Like I, but it's I, cute. I she she looked angry enough that I, I felt she probably could have like plucked her limbs off if she felt like it. <laughs> yeah. Ballsy move though. Yeah, that's pretty ballsy, man. I mean. I didn't expect, uh, I don't know. Well, first of all, I, did, I was getting to the point where I didn't expect them to actually ever address the fact that Cat Grant calls her Kira. <laughs> right. And I, I really love that her son did. Like, right. Sorry, is it Kara or Kira? Uh, I mean, it's, it's Kara. Uh, it's Kira to your mother. <laughs> Kara to okay. everyone else. Like, literally everyone else in the entire planet and el- everywhere else. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, so when Adam and Kat have, uh, their initial conversation, I kind of love that Man Eater by Holland Notes was playing. It was a, it was a cover. It was a cover, but I, I, but it made me laugh. I laughed too and kind of thought, come on guys, wait, that's just, that's right on the nose. That one made me. Uh-huh. <laughs> this but, show is especially, it gets away with it somehow. I mean, most of the time it gets an aisle roll from me, but this, this show mm-hmm. really does like to be on the nose. They do. They do. I mean, we knew that um, with some, like, the casting decisions alone early on. We kind of thought that yeah. might be on the agenda. Mm-hmm. By the way, so the, the shots where um, Martian Manhunter, I suppose, John Jones is trying to find the uh, the white Martian, and he's, like, psychically searching for him. Mm-hmm. 
Did that not look like the opening sequence for a Martian Manhunter series? Oh, yeah. That He's, like, good. standing up on the roof, and you see, like, the city beneath him, and just, like, that profile shot of his, like, eyes glowing. I was like, oh, man. <laughs> I could do with that. I could do with that all day. Yeah. If any, like, if, if anybody gets a spinoff so far, it, it's just got to be him. Yeah. Just now, I couldn't to. figure out why the Mar- White Martian didn't know which one he was, because when the White Martian is a senator, he's, like, you know, which one talking about which one of your men is is the Martian is the Green Martian? That seemed a little weird. They're all you know psychic. I would figure that they would be able to sense each other. I, I gather. Why didn't that John it was, know that? Yeah, I, I was getting the feeling that somehow you, it's kind of like both both ends of the line have to be connected. I mean, she mm-hmm. can reach out all she wants, but if he's not you know answering the phone, it just won't click. Yeah, at, at least that's, I don't know. Maybe that's how that works. It doesn't. It wouldn't be normally how. A manhunter telepath would work, but whatever. We'll let him. I've play seen with it. it done differently. I've seen it done different ways. I don't know. It's like the con- they never got it completely uh, I mean, squared away. In the like comments, we we're just saying, so. he's been retconned to hell and back. So yeah, there's not too much I can get on to you for going. Well, that's not source. <laughs> mm-hmm. Good luck with that. Mm-hmm. So the White Martian says that there are a million more White Martians. That was interesting. Right. I'm assuming they'll be back. Yeah, I'm hoping. And I kind of do want to see Supergirl go beat the crap out of like a million white Martians. Yeah. I, I am look, I actually really looking forward to that. By the way, and there were a couple times she's tried to do it. It's just, Kara's like the world's worst liar. Yes. I mean, it's painful. Yes, she is. It's truly painful to watch. <laughs> it is. And, well, but, you know, a pretty decent therapist, sadly. Strangely. Mm-hmm. I, I did a pretty good job with that with that dinner. Dinner mm-hmm. part two or whatever. Yeah, that was good. But I, I, I have, de- I have decided that had she remained on Krypton, um, had her ship flown somewhere else and and landed on a different planet, no matter where she ended up, she would still be the most awkward person on that planet. I have no doubt of it. That's probably true. Yeah. Just like her, her getting asked out at the very end of this episode was just. I, I was sweating for her. Just, oh, oh, honey, just. The- calm it, calm it right down. <laughs> you gotta mm-hmm. bring it in, bring it in. <laughs> wow, yeah, yeah. Um, so Hank telling them any man would be uh, proud to call you his daughters. Mm-hmm. I, I I almost rolled a tear, man. Yeah, it was a good touch. That was good. Um, same measure. I I almost died a little bit laughing when um, Cat told Adam that Kara was. Probably in the bathroom picking muffin out of her hair. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And. Oh, man. Uh, just. Mm, I'm, I'm not like if I'm cat and I, I'm almost sure I, I would try to shut that whole asking her out thing down. I, 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 I'm not. Mm. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure I'd try to talk him out of that. Like, well, that's going to be really awkward. Can we maybe hold off on that? Mm-hmm. Why don't you know? Why don't you just hang out in town for a couple weeks? Like, see how really awkward she is. You'll probably get right over it. Also, there's this yeah. giant dude with a camera that she's really like smitten with, and you know, just you know, that dude is dating someone. It's time for her to move on. <laughs> right. And apparently, not to win. How main, how pissed is Win going to be though? As soon as he sees this whole thing happening, uh, poor dude. Yeah, I don't want it to happen. Um. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he'll maybe he'll just straight up get over it, kind of deal with his feelings, yeah, and maybe. come back all well adjusted and not you know toy out on us. Right. Well, 
Yeah, we'll okay. see about that. Right. Um, <laughs> oh, so there's a scene where um, Kara was talking about her mother, and she said she felt empty. She felt responsible. As a, that is the best explanation of or guilty, not empty. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I wrote empty there, but it's guilty. Mm-hmm. She felt guilty. She felt responsible. Best explanation ever for why they didn't get into the pod with her. It was a really good one. It was like. Best explanation for Jarrell and, and, and Laura, too. Like, well, that's it's great. still not my favorite explanation. I've heard one that I like more. Um, What's the one you liked more? They just didn't have the resources to do it? It was that they had to build the ship in secret, and the, that literally meant they couldn't build a big ship. They had to build yeah. a tiny ship because they had to house the resources. Because on Krypton at the time, inter- interplanetary travel had been shut down because it would corrupt them. Right. Because it's a planet full of old people that don't want things to change. Yep. But I do like that. It, I, yeah. yeah, I mean, that one gave me a nice, like, qualified technical outing. But as far as just a plain emotional outing, this I, I thought that did a pretty damn good job, too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so there's, this is another episode ending with Alex and Kara eating. Yes, yes. <laughs> On the couch. Yeah. That, and, yeah. I'm, maybe this is, like, the only time they eat. I don't know. There's just a lot of, a lot of eating on the show. There's yeah. two dinners and, like, a, a major, you know... I would call it a bro down normally because I'm a guy, mm-hmm. but I don't know what it is. I don't know what the you turn of phrase is for girls. I wish they had like panned <laughs> over and we seen the camera again on Alex's purse and Max Lord is watching them again. And he's like, it cuts to him and he's like, what we eating tonight, ladies? <laughs> you don't, you don't, I mean, <laughs> Maxwell Lord's going to be a bad enough person without making him a sexual predator as well. No, he doesn't have to be a sexual predator. It starts feeling really, really rapey when he's watching them on a nightly basis. What are we getting into tonight, he ladies? He already put a camera on her purse. He already feels rapey. It feels pretty, yeah. It's not... <laughs> oh, the fiancé totally agreed with you, though, um, on uh, whether whether you should check your camera or purse for cameras after leaving a date with a spy. Yeah. Yeah. Hobbs? I mean... <laughs> Apparently, I've been outvoted, so I've decided that I will check my purse next time I leave a date with a super spy. It's called good old-fashioned healthy paranoia. <laughs> I'll uh, outmaneuver them by not bringing a purse. <laughs> so, yeah, uh, dinner is, is cut a little bit short because there's a new Supergirl in town. Yeah, enter Bizarro, right? Mm-hmm. Which is a hard yes. character to do, I admit, because I mean it's cute in the it's a hard character. At least it's a hard character to do and, and do seriously, because Bizarro, in effect, has serious mental impairments. <laughs> yeah, and that is a um, that's a delicate line, you know, to play with. I, I don't think it's that delicate. It's, it's a clone that goes wrong, and you know also, the best. It's I think just the, hard to the take him seriously because part of his gag is like me, me hate you, you know. Mm-hmm. It, it's. He's good for comedy, though. Good for comedy, um, and occasionally, like, really just soul-suckingly heartbreaking. Yeah, yeah. Animated series had that uh, effect on us every now and then. Oh, animated series, you beautiful thing. That that poor, like, the first time they do him, that, that poor Bizarro, like, he's, what does he say, like, me save Lois or something like that? And about that mm. time, Superman's dragging Lois out of the building that he's trying to, like, hold up so they they can get out and... Lois, like, validates him just before she's leaving. Like, you did save me. You are a hero. Yeah. It was, it okay, was touching. We're going to have to move on. It was so touching. <laughs> but that's the bizarre we're used to. 
<laughs> My throat's closing up, Dan. Plucky little heartbreaking character that is kind of hard to take seriously, but apparently we're going to get this thing instead. And I'll, I'll never forget when he asks Lex Luthor, am you Bizarro's mommy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> See, that's the kind of stuff I think we're going to have to say goodbye to for this iteration. Eh, I mean, it's a Supergirl Bizarro. It's... I I, 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 I I honestly do hope they keep some of the comedy. That'd be good. I mean, they've got room. The show can do comedy. Mostly it's Cat yeah. Grant's fault, but... Mm-hmm. Man, she just classes this thing up, doesn't she? Mm-hmm. Just a so, yeah. steroid um, injection of class. Awesome. I want to say this feels like a, a sort of a, a rote filler episode, but then I start thinking about John and how much they actually got into John and Cat oh, yeah. and the, the family themes. And No, this is a real one. I, I, uh, you know what? It's a pretty strong episode. Yeah, I, I'd have to count it. I'd have to put it in line. Yeah, so... Pretty enjoyable, Great too. episode, yeah. for the most part. Um, a lot, of, all I've got a lot of really inspiring in. speeches. I didn't even bother writing <laughs> yeah, them down. I, I like Rather than go back and look through a couple of lines, I, I, I really just I started to, and I was like, ah, fuck it, there's like 16 of these things. Good speeches. That's all I wrote down. Yep. They had a lot of good speeches. Yeah. Go back. If, if anything, go back and watch Hank being angry. It's oh, it's wonderful. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, you got anything else? No. No. We'll uh, we'll come back and see what they eat next week. All right. <laughs> we are DC on screen. You thinking Chinese? You can find. Yeah. Uh, oh, I thought you meant the aliens. <laughs> <laughs> All right. I'll stop bothering you. <laughs> You don't bother me, buddy. We are DC On Screen. You can find every episode at DCOnScreen.com, iTunes, and Stitcher. Uh, that's just uh, like three of the many places we are on. And um, we are proud members of the Giants Has Team Up Network. You can find uh, our sister show, the Marvel Cinematic Universe Podcast, with our friends Jeff Randall and Matt Carroll over at MCUcast.com. And we're coming back in just a second with... Uh, uh, the new Flash episode or no sorry the new Lucifer episode is next mm, so the Lucifer yeah, pilot we're going to talk about that out of a rhythm here yeah our rhythm has been messed up <laughs> but um thank you so much for listening and uh until next time keep some DC on your screen